let's go. Welcome into another edition of Box Office Quarterbacks Spooky Season Edition. Look what I got from McDonald's. Like the <laughs> person in the 30s that I am. We oh, are God. today, Gerald. Yeah, don't be jealous, Gerald. I uh, um, searched far and wide for just, that. Just, just get get to the get through the fucking intro. Let, let's get through it. We are reviewing like Mike. I mean, Halloween ends is what we're reviewing today, Gerald. Uh, I thought we were reviewing Corey in the house. Oh my god, <laughs> I get so. Confused. I watched the wrong show. Actually, I don't know, man. This Corey in the house season was very gruesome. It was very gruesome. <laughs> Disney Channel really kicked it up a notch. Hey, thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we are talking about Halloween ends, I think. I Kills, Halloween's, uh, who the fuck knows what they're calling it nowadays. It's <laughs> Halloween ends this time around, um, released on Peacock of all streaming um, services. Um, the one nobody has. Like the same people who buy McDonald's well into their 30s. Hey. Like the kids meals. I have Peacock for this movie <laughs> i have peacock for this movie so you, oh, you be man. quiet gerald <laughs> oh but um it was just a before we get into killing it jeff and before we jump into all the spoilers i think we owe it to our audience to at least tell them what we like about this movie the cinematography in this movie is great it is the most beautiful halloween movie you'll watch it looks like they shot on film and it looked like a, a horror movie maybe out of the, the 70s. And I really appreciated that. I also liked uh, some of the kills in this movie. I thought uh, they were uh, very creative in some parts of them. So those are the two things that I liked. Um, for me, the kills, like you said, very creative. They were fun, crazy, uh, kind of like, oh, shit. Um, there was one particular kill that, like, I was like, oh, damn. Like, the 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 weapon he used was just, I don't, has he ever used one of those before? Um, I don't but, think um, so. There was just um, that, like you said, the cinematography, it was, it felt like, it was, it was not a bad horror movie. Um, it was just half-baked, I think. And half baked a little too late, um, and I think now we can jump into it. I don't know why I'm still in the hosting duties from you. I'm an asshole. Hey, <laughs> just like Corey stole some duties from Michael, Gerald is trying to do to me, which gets us into the uh, review of this movie. Halloween Ends is set four years after Halloween Kills. Uh, we haven't seen Michael in four years. Lori's living her best life or as best of a life as she can with her granddaughter, uh, domestic bliss, all that fun stuff. And then, uh, well, we open with our new main character, Corey Cunningham, babysitting in 2019. And he uh, sets the plot in motion by accidentally kicking the kid that he's babysitting down like four flight of stairs. And... It wasn't just down the stairs. No, it was, it was the weirdest. Okay. And then like this, this is what got me. So like at the beginning of the movie, it shows those stairs. Right. And I'm like, Oh, somebody's falling down that damn thing. Right. Like it's a, you show a gun, it's going to go off. Um, but it made the house look like it was four stories tall or some shit. Why was that um, house so big? 
It was the biggest house I've the, ever seen. The outside of the house is a two-story house. It's like a so damn like fun the, house. The kids should, but like the way it was, like, and you, if you've seen the movie, you already know it's like a, almost a circular staircase. Yeah. So, um, and it goes up like two flights, like Hogwarts style or some shit. I I don't know, man, what their idea was there. Um, but it kind of goes like I don't know, like almost like three flights, four flights. Whenever you look up it, it looks pretty big. Um, and this kid just like goes straight down, like he doesn't go down the stairs. <laughs> That must be the narrowest hallway ever, too, because he Corey kicks the door open, hits the kid. The kid falls over the railing yes. of the stairs. Unless, I mean, he has the power of Michael Myers in him. Uh, so yeah. that's maybe why the kick was so, so powerful. But I'm not entirely sure, Gerald. Uh, anyway, uh, Corey is now shunned by the community there in Haddonfield and is you know, trying to live his, his life working at the, the scrapyard with his stepdad. Uh, eventually he meets Lori Strode who introduces uh, him to her granddaughter, Allison, and they kick off a romance. And then the first 30 minutes of this movie are interesting because it's more like a romantic drama than a Halloween movie. And it's, it's a weird romantic drama. Because you would think that, like, this woman would realize bad signs considering the shit she's seen in in this city. Um, And she just ignores every single one of them, even though she, like, then later, like, on, like, other scenes acknowledges certain signs. Uh, I don't know. It's It doesn't make a lot of sense. And um, it just... It continues into a a spiral of just romantic a rom com. You know what it turns into? It turns Tell into me. fucking Spider Man. It is Spider Man. If Spider Man was a murderer, Spider Man was in the horror verse. This is Spider Man. Um, his and his powers instead of being like a spider, you know, walking on walls and shit, he just scares the fuck out of you and stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> But like it, it is what it is. Um, he, he's a shunned person or nerd who is in love with this girl who's way out of his league, and she's given him the chance, and it's it's crazy. But he gets bullied and pushed to a point to where, uh, I guess he he a metamorphosis happened, and in this movie's case, that metamorphosis is he goes into a sewer or gets dragged into a sewer after being bullied and pushed off a highway. And by somehow surviving by band geeks. Some and by the way, as Jeff mentioned in a text message, the bullies in this movie are all band geeks. Um, so it makes it a little different too. Um, but um, he gets dragged into the sewer by Michael Myers, and when Michael's about to kill him, like he's choking him um, through like a crack in the sewer pipe underneath Haddonfield because he's alive somehow. Um, I, I guess he transfers his powers into him and all of a sudden Corey becomes Mike Jr. And <laughs> is literally carrying out these kills for like the next 20 minutes of the fucking movie. And it's a very spider. Like when he's exiting the sewer, he even has this Spider-Man pose, like the kneel down with a knee up and a hand up here and a hand down on the other side. of the, And like, it's just a shadow in the moonlight. Right. And I'm just like, Holy fuck. It's Peter Parker. <laughs> 
It is. It is <laughs> evil Peter Parker. Evil Peter Parker. And it just continues that. So, and then at some point, it switches from a Peter Parker movie into a Batman and Robin movie from Robin's um, point of view at the end of <laughs> Batman's tenure. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Corey and Michael are carrying out kills together. They go to the doctor's house where he's having a whatever get together with the nurse, I guess. And did Corey like drive Michael there on the back of his motorcycle? Was Michael holding on the entire time? Because I want to know how they coordinated that. Cause well, they didn't because he, last time he saw Michael, he like beat the shit out of him and just stole his fucking mask. Yeah. Like, like the, and then like, that's, that's another thing about this movie is like, it depowers Mike a lot for a large portion of it. He's in it for what, Gerald, you sent me 11 minutes. Yes, was which that what it was? Fair was like two minutes longer than what in the original Halloween movie. Yeah. So like he gets a good amount of screen time. They just depower him for like eight of those minutes. Because like he, the first eight of the time, he's kind of showing Corey what to do. And also just kind of sitting there taking the scraps of food Corey brings by. Yeah. Like, so, but I mean like he, and then the last 30 minutes of this film are the good part of this movie. Yeah. Like credit where credit is due. The last 30 minutes, like Gerald said, are fantastic because you get the Laurie versus Michael fight that was all over the trailers. If you watched any of the trailers, that's the entire end of this movie. They, I've never seen such a crazy bait and switch like I saw with this movie because we got no Corey in the trailers at all. And he was the entire movie. The plot was not what they were selling you. They were selling you the final showdown between Michael and Lori. And you get that. And when you get it, it's good. Uh, and I guess, you know, we're kind of ditching our normal model here where we're going to scenes. But, like, the best scene is the final fight when they're in that house. And Lori's, like, pushing the fridge onto Michael and stabbing all his hands down with the knives. And then you got yeah. that funeral procession throughout the town of Haddonfield. That, all that makes stuff is the great. most fucking sense that's ever made in any yeah. kind of horror movie. That is like the most logical like thing anybody's ever done in a horror movie. Like fuck the system, fuck burying him, fuck a gravestone. We're just going to drive this man with everybody watching, ensuring he does not get up. Yeah. And then put him in a meat grinder. Not that even, was not the even best part. Grinder, yeah. yeah. That was the best part of the movie. Like that was crazy. I, I loved when the sheriff was like, or some well, one of the deputies was like, this isn't how we do things. He's like, it is tonight. I was like, okay. That's what yeah. I wanted to see. That's what I wanted now, to see from this movie. And you know what? I For what? I don't know what they were trying. I know what they were trying to do, I think. But like, I don't know for real. I wasn't in the room. But to me, like this movie makes a lot more sense if it's spread out within the two. So the, the first two movies didn't happen to need to happen this way well the first movie was fine the last one was the one that needed needs to be changed right so the last one you really could have just had like mike back trying doing his shit um but also had a subplot with the kid because they mention in this movie like there's a few hints and i think that if you think about it or you're really paying attention you won't you'll catch on but if not it's like easy to miss thing um they mentioned the kid wetting the bed talking in his sleep having like like just these weird things 
um, kind of hint. And then like the kid steals a knife and he's disappeared and he's, so they're kind of hinting at him having like the, the power of Michael, like the evil has gotten into him that then they're diving into that whole theory that like you got, that you have to let evil in or you don't have to. And um, that could have been a whole subplot. Right. And then ending with the kid dying and Corey comes back in this one and we have a more fleshed out Corey story. They don't need the romantic part of it. You can still have a real, like a, a fleshed out Corey story build into how he let the evil in because the town turned on him instead of trying to like help him because it was an accident. What happened? Yeah. And maybe he becomes inspired by Mike. Doesn't have to have any kind of transfer of powers. Just doing the same kind of shit, man. Just, you don't have to be exact because there's no reason for Michael to be connected. We don't need any reason. Michael being that just that scary, terrorizing figure, just pure evil that this world let in is scary enough. You don't need him to have a Robin. Yeah. Right? There was a way to do it. And the thing that frustrates me about Corey and I would be fine with it. Like Gerald said, if they introduced him in an earlier movie is they set him up to be this big, huge part of this movie. And like, you think it's going to be a spinoff or something. And then they kill him at the end. Right. So it was um, a waste. It was like a waste of an hour and a half. Yeah. Cause the, the character, they, they tried to speed character develop him. Like most of the characters in this movie are half baked. Um, they just weren't finished off because instead of having two movies to mess with, they had one and they've literally killed the main character off. And now Lori is able to go have a happy life for what the last 15 years. Cause she's like 75 at this point. Yeah. Um, so like, and then you kill off the character that you tried to give a spin off for half a movie. Yeah. So. It makes no sense. It feels like, it's two different movies uh, packed into one. I, You know, we've blasted it. There are some good things. The kill in, or all the kills, I would say, in the scrapyard, I thought were pretty crazy. Uh, the the blowtorch to the to that kid's mouth, I thought was was pretty insane. And then the DJ kill is like the the one. Ooh, the DJ kill. That's that's my favorite kill. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and um two and. My bad. To be fair, I am blanking on his name now. The actor who does play Corey. Um, why Michael am I blanking? Myers Jr. is his name. Uh, <laughs> Michael. Uh, Rohan Campbell. Um, I I've thoroughly enjoyed his um, performance for what he was given. Um, yeah. Some of it, it it definitely felt rushed. You know, one minute he's a happy kid. Um, and then, like, it just flash forwards four years, and there's no character development, and you're just expected to pick up things through um, implications and inferring, and you know, just kind of hints in the main city until they straight up tell you after, like, but it takes a while to tell you, right? Like, you just have to infer and guess for the first like 45 minutes what happened. Yeah. Just, um, I mean, this whole thing would be solved, I feel, if all these characters would have just moved away. Yeah. Like the, Allison moves away at the end of this movie, which is funny because that's what Corey tries to do for the entire movie. Yeah, just move. It's fine. No yeah. one will know you in a town that's not Haddonfield. And if it like Lori, I don't think Michael knows how to hop on a plane. Why don't you move to like California or something? Yeah, it's, like why stay there? Yeah. Um, 
but you know, it is what it is. It's a horror movie. It's not supposed to make sense all the time. Um, I mean, it's the reason we forgive these. We forgive Christmas movies for being cheesy as hell. I mean, we f- we do these things. It's still, I think it's still worth a watch. It's better than Halloween. What was kills. it? Kills. It kills. It was way better than Halloween Kills. Um, I say it's probably on par with the Halloween reboot from 20, what is it, 18? Um, mm. I say it's about, with the kills and everything, I can look past it. It's It's just... It's half-baked. I wish there was more. And it's not a good thing that this movie's making me wish for more. Um, what but would if you I had to would... rewatch it, I would rewatch it. So what's your ranking on our scale for this movie? See, I don't think it's a starter, but I also don't want to say it's a bench player. I'd almost be like it's a six-man if we had that position, like two and a half stars. Yeah. Um, it's... It's not the worst one you could watch. It's definitely by far not the worst Halloween movie you could ever watch. It is. It's a bench for me, but it's not. Like you said, it's not the worst Halloween movie we've ever gotten, which I think like Halloween kills is pretty close. The one where Busta Rhymes is like beating up Michael Myers, (laughs) I think is the worst. But uh, I mean, watch it. It's on Peacock. You don't have to pay to go see it. So, yeah. That's what I got to say about it. Um, A lot of things I didn't like. Uh, Hopefully when Michael Myers comes back in 10, 15 years, because you know he's coming back, that we'll have a more clear direction on where these movies are going. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, that has been another edition of Box Office Quarterbacks, Spooky Season Edition. We will be back very, very soon with an episode recapping season one or season two or three. What are we on? Season three of Harley Quinn season Season three three of Harley Quinn, maybe season one and two, two. I don't know. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, We'll see you guys very, very soon.